Welcome back to another episode of Talk To Me. Um, this is part two of my sexual assault series. Um, if you've seen part one, um, thank you. If it helped anybody, um, that's what it was for. Um, I appreciate the comments, the messages, calls, anything that, like, if you reached out to me, even if you sent me a like or whatever, bro, I appreciate it because this is a topic I've been wanting to um, talk about publicly for a while. So, the reception is more than what I thought it was going to be. So, to follow up part one, um, I'm going to dive into part two. Um, If you haven't seen part one, go see part one, but, okay. I'm going to dive into part two. So, in part two, so in part one, I ended it with um, how it affected me and how I will go into detail about that and hypersexuality. So, if you are a, a frequent viewer on this channel, then you know I'm a hypersexual guy. Um, that's really what, that's really a direct effect of what happened to me when I was younger, right? So, hypersexuality. So, when... I was younger and got sexually assaulted. Um, like I said, I liked it. So as a kid, once you like something, that's what you're going to look for. Like that's like now, like and at that age, our brains are still developing. Like everything that we are are receiving, we're low key taking everything in. And like if if we like it, I'm going to try to find that feeling, that sensation, or whatever that may be again. So now I'm looking for sexual for like sexual things and other women that at my school well girls were like in fourth grade fifth grade I'm looking to see if I can touch a girl uh, touch her butt touch her titties or try to kiss her or something like that I'm doing all of this as a kid thinking it's okay because it came so easy to me when I was you know it, it came it came easy as hell to me because my cousin did it to me right so when it comes to me dealing with the women and girlfriends and things like that. I never really had a stable a stable relationship. I only had one stable one, and I'll get into that later of why it was so stable. But as far as like my run-ins with girls, bro, like it was a point where I was only seeing women as sexual objects, literally as sex as sexual beings. Because I knew as a kid that the most intimate part about a woman, or I thought was sex was her was her private parts and everything so i'm thinking if i get in that area then i'm fine i'm good and it's and that's all that i had craved that's all that i had wanted was to get in a woman's drawers to get some sexual pleasure from her and that's it and i did that for a while and really just like negating my problems and then hurting other people so that's why last episode i said hurt people hurt people because i never sexually assaulted anybody but like I was so sex driven where all I wanted from sex was women and not really caring about them as a person. And that's not okay. That's that's on that's on me. I don't want to put all of that blame on what happened to me as a kid, but that's but like that's what happened. That's if I wasn't exposed to sex at a at a super young age, I probably wouldn't have never even knew have known what sex was or cared to even go into that stuff if that if that didn't happen to me. So me dealing with girlfriends and being unstable and stuff. So you know how like people get them questions like, "Oh, you uh, are you cute, tall? Da da da. Like, why are you single?" And uh, and like, and I, I always say, "I ain't ready. Um, I don't want a girl right now. In reality, I do want a girl. Um, but 
they are, you know, I, I always get the questions of like, why are you single? Like, like something gotta be wrong with you or like, what's up? And in my head, I'm like, fuck, I know what's wrong, but I'm not feeling to her because she don't know me from a can of paint. So I'm not feeling to her about my whole life story and shit. And now she's like, oh, this guy got a problem. I'm not finna fuck with him. So I just did it. I'd be like, no, I don't need like, I'd be like, no, nah, I don't want a girlfriend right now. Like, it's cool. I'm okay. In reality, I was sex driven. Um, every most women that I've dealt with were because of sex. It was because I saw their body and was like, all right, I want to get, I want to get that. That's really what it was. I wanted to touch you. I, I wanted to, I wanted to get into the intimate part of you without getting, without getting to know you, right? Because, like I said, I didn't get to have to know my cousin. It just happened. Like with the moment, like it kicked off, it was easy. Like getting pussy, not that. Getting sexual pleasure from a woman was easy to me, right? So I'm thinking that it's easy everywhere else, and it wasn't. And me being young and dumb, it's, it's still like being 12 years old, 13 years old, it's still young and dumb because you don't know what you don't know, right? And at that age, I'm not thinking about what happened to me as a young as a young kid is, is what's affecting me right now. I'm not, I'm not thinking about that. I'm thinking this is who I am, and I'm kind of accepting it for what it is, right? So... I deal with girls. I have a girlfriend, and now I'm looking at, like, and then I have a girlfriend, and I'm looking at other girls. Like, if she got, like, a nice body or something like that, or if she cute. Every time that I've cheated, it wasn't for sexual reasons. No, a lot. It was for sexual reasons. Every time that I cheated, it was because of sex. Some form of sex, bro. And I'm not proud of that. Like, how on the podcast, when I say, like, I've cheated, and I and I openly admit that I've cheated, and I'm like I'm not proud of that because I'm not. Like me cheating had like it's, it's not fun to do. It's not right, and I and I hate that I was that person. But that's what that's my story. That's that's what I did, and it was all because of sex, right? So I'm reflecting on. So this is so this is when I had actually told my parents, right? Told my mom and dad. Um, it was quarantine. 2020, and this is why when it comes to quarantine, I I kind of thank God that happened because if that wasn't to happen, I would have never had no time to sit down and reflect on certain things in my life that were either good, bad, or whatever the case may be. So, and that time I had a girlfriend, right? And this is this is the girlfriend that I never cheated on. This is the girlfriend that I actually like. I actually loved. Um, she was like my like best friend. Swear to God, and it was she my best friend because that was probably the first one of the first women I've never saw sexually. I've like I saw her sexually after I got to actually know her, and that's what made me love her even more because. It was never about, okay, when can I have sex with her? It was always like, I love talking to her. I love getting to know her. When we hang out, it's fun. Um, we always laughing, cracking jokes. Like, even her family was like, hell, it was like everything was, was going great. And then sex was like an afterthought. And thing is, on top of that, she wasn't sex driven. So the women that I were dealing with before her, if they were sex driven, then I was sick driven too. It was like it was we like clashing heads, right? So like now it's like all right, cool. You sex driven, I'm sex driven. So we just like sex. But this girl, 
wasn't sex driven, and I knew that. So I never tried to force it on her. I let it. I let this shit happen naturally. So we in quarantine, twenty twenty, and me and her kind of getting into it, right? Um, some stuff happened, and then kind of had broke up. Kind of, we, we was like, we was in that stage like we like broke up, but since it's quarantine, we all be hanging around. So we broke up, but like we still around each other. I'm I'm here for her and vice versa. So, man, I get this overwhelming like thing of sensation. Like it's like now, like we not having sex now, right? So me and her not having sex, and now I'm getting a little mad. Now I'm getting more mad. I'm getting agitated. Like now that I'm in quarantine, I'm just at home chilling. These these things, my trauma is creeping up back to me. So now, so now. Instead, I kind of had took it out on her, not going to lie. But at nighttime, during the day when I ain't do nothing, I would think like, all right, I think it's time to say something. And thing is, I've been thinking about saying something for the longest. I just haven't because I didn't know how to say it, didn't know when. Right? So I get to a point where like, all right, I got to tell her. So my ex is the first person that I told about, uh, told the story about. And I told her, and the thing is, I can say this: when you when you first open up and tell somebody, it's a trick. It's a tricky, tricky slope because for me, for my for my example, I'm Kobe. I'm goofy. I play too much. Everything I say can be taken as funny or sarcastic. So you never really know when I'm serious, right? So my biggest fear was telling somebody this story. And them looking at me waiting for a punchline or waiting for, I'm just playing. But in reality, I'm dead ass serious. So I told her and I felt comfortable because like we all, me and her have, have, have always had deep conversations. And like I knew for a fact I could always be, I, I could always come to her about my problems and she would listen and then also give me feedback. So I told her what happened to me as a kid. She was listening and she was like, Kobe, I, I thought you should tell, tell your parents. And now I'm like, ooh, I'm like, I don't know if I'm ready for that. And and I wasn't at the time. So she said, you don't got to tell him now, just, you know, just when you know you, like, when you know you're ready, tell him. I'm like, all right, bet. So it gets to the time where I'm at work. I'm working at Amazon. And I'm just, I'm, I'm working, I'm working. And I hear, I'm thinking, like, bro, I got to tell him. Bro, I got to tell him. Bro, I got to tell him. Like, it was it was quarantine. Remember that? It was quarantine. So all people are doing either just working or at home, and we just stuck with our thoughts. And that was the biggest thing in my life. So I'm stuck with that thought 24-7. The only, way that I, the only way that I can get it out is by telling people that's close to me. I told my ex. Now it's like, all right, I had to tell my parents. And look at this. I didn't plan on the day to tell my parents. It's just that day when I was like, all right, I was working at Amazon. I said, no, bro, this, this is going to be... The day, right? So, the, so the day comes. I get off of work, and what's what's kind of fucked up is this is my brother's grad party, and I felt selfish because I wasn't even thinking about that. And if I was, I would have waited till like the, the like the next day or something. So it's my brother's grad party, and right before we finna leave to go to his grad party, I'm looking. I'm at the counter, and I'm looking at my dad, and I was like, "Dad, I gotta tell you something." And he was like, "He was like, he said, what's up?'" And 
I told him the story, and like he don't he he didn't know what to say. He was like, he was like, you for real? I was like, yeah. And then he was like, and honestly, like he wasn't ready for what I, for what I was gonna tell him. So when I told him, he was like, he was literally like in shock. He was just like walking around the kitchen, pacing back and forth, like, really, like, you for real? I'm like, yeah. And in the in that process, my my mama comes downstairs, and you know, my mama she peeped in the scene. She peeped at like my dad, kind of like in disarray. I'm just staring in the space, like, yeah. Um, and my mama asked what happened, and then. Think that, think that she, I think that he either said Kobe Teller or like he mentioned it, and she was like, "What?" And I, I told, and I told her, and I told my mom, and <sighs> fuck, bro. When I told my mom, that was like a different type of step that I took in life, like. If y'all know me, y'all know my, my mom is like my mom is like my like best friend. Like we might get into it every now and then, but like my mom's like my like my twin, my best friend, like literally. And I told her, and the first thing on her mind or her face I saw was like guilt. Like she really felt like she failed me as a son. Like I ain't gonna cry. She really felt like she failed me. And I was trying to tell her like like it's like it's not your fault. Like you didn't know, like this, that, and the third. And she was she was just like she was so blown away. She was like she was like she kept saying, I'm sorry this happened to you. Like I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Um and I'm sitting there like like it's not your fault. Like like you you didn't know. Right, and mind you, we had my brother's grad party to go to, so my mom was such. She was like when I told her, like, and this is why I said I feel guilty, because I told them on the day for my brother's celebration for for him graduating, it's quarantine. So we, so us so us going to have a little shindig at my grandma's house was big for the whole what was big for the whole family, and now I feel like that I fucked that up because I wanted to tell my story on the wrong day. Right, so then my mom leaves early, and then she goes to my grandma's house. And I guess before the party even starts, she tells my grandma and my auntie. I didn't notice at the time. I told them we had a little talk, and everybody went they went they separate ways. We all went to the grad party, and we partying like nothing happened. Right? I'm thinking I'm thinking nothing happened. I walk in, and we just having and having a good time. And this is when it kind of kicks off. The cousin that did it to me was at the party. So the whole time she's there, my mom is literally, is literally like not even thinking about my brother graduating. She ain't, she ain't thinking about being present in the moment. She's thinking about what I just told her hours ago. And the person that did it to me is sitting right there and... Just sitting like right there, happy like 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 it's like it's no problem. So, um, I want to say I want to say my grandma had mentioned that 
my mama had told them before the party had started, right? So the party ends. I'm with I'm with, I'm with my girlfriend, this this um the same girlfriend, and we go home. And we'll we'll to, we'll, to, we'll to her house. So I'm chilling at her house. My mama called me. I see it. I don't pick up. She called me again. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna answer the phone. I answer the phone. She asks me where I'm at. I tell her I'm at so and so house. She says, "Can you come back to grandma's house for a minute?" I was like, "All right, cool." And I'm thinking it's her and my grandma at the house, right? I pull up, and every car is still there. It's not. It's like I thought the party ended hours ago. Every every car is still there. So I walk in, and uh, I can't even. <sighs> I can't even tell y'all tell y'all the feeling of how I felt walking in that house for my. Well, it was for my aunties, my grandma, and my mom, and the cousin, right? I walk in there, and I'm like, oh, fuck, I, I know this finna be one of them ones. I was like, I was like, this, this, this finna go left quick. So I sit there on the counter, and... It's quiet. It's silent. Like it's it's low key. It's like it's a very awkward silence. And the cousin was in the back room, and then one of my aunties had said, "So and so come out." So she comes out, and mind you, I've seen her at Christmas parties, at other at Thanksgivings, and every other function that we had from when she had sexually assaulted me up until now, and. I never thought I never got any weird feeling about it because at at at, 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 at some point I stopped it, I stopped thinking about it and like I kind of forgot about it. But this time when I knew why she was here and like and like she knew that I told everybody, I'm like, oh fuck, like this is like this is kind of this is really like not what I asked for, right? So she gets out there and then my mom kicks it off. I'm right here. It's the counter. My mama's on the other side. She says, tell tell them what you had told me. I told them. And remember in part one where I was talking about the Spider-Man draws, right? That's That was the trigger for my mom. So my cousin was in a state of denial. She don't remember it. She don't recall this happening. She said I was lying. And... It was to a point where I'm where I'm looking at her like I'm looking at her and I'm doubting myself. I'm like, nah, bro. I'm like, bro. I know what happened. Like, I like I I like I know what happened. I can't be tripping. I can't be tripping. And it isn't like I'm like a young kid coming to you. I'm a I'm a grown man now. Like I'm I'm 20 years old now. Like I'm coming to you. Like this, this ain't something I, I don't. I, this ain't something I I, I didn't like said. At eight years old, and like you know, it could be true or, or it could not be true or like something like that. I'm I'm saying this as a grown man. Like, why would I lie about this? So now I'm saying this stuff, and she's shaking her head. She like, I don't remember that. I don't remember that. Like, it, it never happened. And like I said, it got to the Spider Man draws part, and that's when my mama, like, flipped. When I say flipped, I mean like, <clears throat> the moment I said the Spider Man draws. My mom stood up, and she was like, "You telling me he know every single detail from what he was wearing down to his drawers, and you don't remember shit." 
And she kept shaking her head like, no. And at this time, my mama then got up, walked dead to her face, and was like, bro, I ain't going to care, bro. I see my mama mad at me and my siblings and my dad so many times, like, livid. Compared to... Compared to what I saw that night, the shit that my this the, the the shit that I had saw my mama mad at before was not none none compared to that. Like it really felt like my mama could have had. Yeah, like it was it was she was that mad. I've never seen her that mad. <laughs> so my mama started yelling and getting in her face and Denver had like choked her in some more shit and then my my aunt Lisa had walked had, had had walked her out the house, and my grandma was like, "Could we go outside and just uh, take take your mama home?" Um, I go outside, and this is this is the uh, this is the e- emotional part. I go outside, and my mama turned around, and she just hugged me, and she hugged me. She was like, I'm so, "She was like, she was like, I'm sorry," and. All she kept saying was, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And, like, that was, like, the first time I ever, like, ever felt like, fuck, I don't know what to say. She hugged me. She was like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, like. That was the first time I felt like somebody was actually sorry something happened to me. And she felt like she was like, it was all her fault. Like, she wish she would have had known or like, she felt like, she felt like it was some way, somehow that she could have known that was happening. And and it wasn't. Like, she couldn't have known anything was happening. Like, oh. I end up crying. I thought I wasn't going to do that. Okay. Yeah. That was me telling my parents. I don't, I don't know what else to say. I like that. Look, man, I'm gonna say this, bro. <clears throat> I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna just, I'm gonna just say this to, to, to end this part off, cause I, cause I, I can't, I can't talk no more. If you deal with any type of of abuse, whether it's sexual, whether it's physical, like whatever abuse you've you've dealt with, whether it's young, older, don't be so forced to come out and say something if you're not ready. But when you're ready, just make sure that what you're telling people is going to affect everybody around you who loves you. To this day, remember, this happened in 2020. To this day, my mom would hide from Thanksgivings. She wouldn't come to certain events. She wouldn't come if my cousin was going to be there. Like... It got to a point where I looked at myself or thought to myself, wow, I done fucked this family up. 
that's basically what I thought to myself. Like, wow, I done fucked this family up. And I'm here to tell y'all that that's not true. That's not true. Because you shouldn't feel bad as a survivor to tell somebody, to, to, to tell your story and now make that person, and like, you shouldn't, you shouldn't feel bad as a survivor to tell people about your story. Never. Because this happened to you. You were the one that got hurt. You were the one that got hurt, and you had to deal with it and cope with it and hide it and suppress it for however long you did. You don't have, you don't have no timetable on when you, on, on when you come out about your story. So when you do, make sure that you're ready and be strong because it's going to affect more people than you think, really. Um, yeah, I was going to go deeper in, into into this part, but I can't. I ain't going to lie to you. I can't. Uh, the next part I'll talk about, the next part would be like a, like a, a wrap-up of what I'm doing to cope and therapy and things that I've done, things that I've realized and, like, other stuff that I've done to fix what's going on. But, like I said, this was... <sighs> I haven't spoken about that night since the night happened. I don't think. So, yeah, it's pretty emotional. Um, Thank y'all for joining I I just got lost for work. Uh, thank y'all for ta- thank y'all for tuning in to this episode. Um, like I say, bro, you are not alone. If you deal with if you deal with sexual abuse abuse in general, you're not alone. Um, I'm here to talk to anybody. Um, just telling your parents, telling people, telling people who close to you, telling 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 the people who really who really love you, is the hardest part. But I, I, w- I will I will say this though, once I told my mom and my dad, I felt a burden lifted off of me. But the same burden that got lifted off of me was now placed on my mom's shoulders. Like y'all y'all have to think about this. Not only am I her kid, I'm her firstborn too. So I'm her firstborn, and she had me young, nineteen. So. I'm pretty sure the last thing on her mind is her cousin's sexually abusing her son. So, and that's why I don't, that's why, like, when she says I'm sorry and, like, she feels guilty, I don't want to, I don't want to blame her for that because, like, it's not, it's not her fault at all. Like, it's my cousin's fault. Like, you shouldn't, like, you shouldn't, like, you shouldn't feel guilty. You shouldn't feel like you failed me because of what somebody else did to me. You didn't know. Like, and I'm not I'm 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 not a parent. I'm not. So I can't speak from a parent's point of view. The only advice I can think of giving a parent is just know who watching your kids and just always educate them. I would say this. Educate your kids about certain topics before you send them off to other people. Whether that's family, whether that's close friends, whether that's a daycare facility, whatever. It doesn't matter how young a kid is because you might think a kid is so young where, like, they wouldn't understand it. 
they not they not gonna understand what you're saying, but they're gonna understand something that's 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 done to them. And that thing that's done to them, if they don't know how to deal with it or if they don't if, or if they don't know that, that that it's wrong, they won't know what to do. Just like me. So it doesn't matter how young your kid is, I would stress this. Tell your kids about sexual abuse, um, and how it's not okay, how like this this I'll just that's what I can say, bro. That's what I, that's what I can say. The, the, them topics are, like, are are more geared towards like grown folk business. It, it's not because this shit this shit happened to me as a a little kid. So my yeah, what I can say is tell your kids, educate your kids before you send them off to other people. So at least so I, so at least we know from 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 jump that's wrong. But that's all I gotta say, bro. Thank y'all for joining this episode. Um, I'll have part three next. Um, yeah. <laughs>